0: Hey there, Ravens flock. Welcome back to Baltimore Talk, the weekly podcast giving you a recap of every Baltimore Ravens game from now to postseason. I'm your host, Anthony Probst, and I'll be giving you everything you missed, plus my own personal thoughts, opinions, and analysis. Last night was the Week 8 contest between the Baltimore Ravens and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And boy, was it an interesting game. There were a lot of interesting things happened, a lot of good things that went down on Baltimore's side. Definitely had some great defense, had some pretty okay offense, definitely a lot better than what we've seen the past couple of weeks. But it definitely was a stellar game. And a few records were broken, but not by us, but that's okay because this is a record that we did not want to break. But I'll get into all that in just a minute because we got to start with the opening coin toss, which being at home, Tampa Bay did end up winning and they chose to defer. And as I said, weeks one, two, three, you never know how that first half is going to go. You never know what situation you're going to be in at the start of the third quarter, the start of the second half, when that clock starts going after, 15, after that 15-minute start, and it's quarter three, and it's even bigger crunch time than usual. And the Bucks chose to defer, which, like I always say, it's always a great decision, always a great idea, because... Things can get dicey. Things can be flipped. You could be up by a lot this going to the halftime and coming into the third quarter, or you could be down by a lot. You never know how things are going to go. You never know what could change. So it's always right to defer and get the ball at the start of the second half so you can make those locker room adjustments and make sure things are going right. But to start it off, since Baltimore did receive in the start of the first quarter, the first play of the game Uh, Lamar Jackson, he threw a nice ball, and Mark Andrews, the man himself, he caught it for a sweet 23-yard gain. That'll start them off real nice, just because, as I always say, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, absolute Batman and Robin dynamic duo. Nobody is a sidekick. Everybody is a team player. Everybody is a partner. And those two definitely show why they are great team players. Then on the next play, it's a fake to Kenyon Drake, another screen pass to Mark Andrews for another gain of five. Then following that, it's a flick right to Drake, but unfortunately that went down for a loss of three yards. Kenyon Drake couldn't get up the field. He did get the flick, but he is stopped a few yards back of the line of scrimmage before he could turn it up and run it up like he does. But that happens. Then on the next one, it's a straight over the pass over the middle pass to Mark Andrews, but it is knocked down and deflected by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They did get a lot of knockdowns last night, which it did hurt us a little bit, but that just means that their defense is getting up there and getting their hands up. And you can't be mad at a defense that can get their hands up and make those stops. Baltimore even did that a couple times themselves last night. So you definitely can't go wrong with having a team that knows how to get their hands up and get that deflection. So after that, that put us to a three and out. And we were first to pump the ball away for the first time last night. But this is where things get crazy. This is where the game really starts to ramp up. And this is only within the first drive. On this punt, we punted away. And the bucks they go for a deep catch, but they drop the punt. They drop the ball. And it, because the man who caught the punt and was the punt receiver, he caught it and then ran into his own teammate, and it forced him to drop the ball, which we ended up recovering. We ended up recovering it right in the red zone. So with that recovery, that put us at first and goal. And the first play on that first and goal was a fake to Kenyon Drake, but Lamar is stopped just shy. Then on the next one, James Prochet, he catches it at the three-yard line. Then on the next, it's a broken-up pass to Mark Andrews because they he had it but ended up getting slapped out of his hands. So Justin Tucker had to come on and put it up 3-0 for us to start the game with a swift field goal, and that's okay. We got a second shot at a touchdown. We couldn't hit, unfortunately, but we still ended up getting some points. Three points is better than no points because that just means that we at least – we're able to get downfield a little bit. Not the way we would have expected and or liked, but we still got downfield. We still made things happen. So that is nice to see. But going back, now the Bucks on their first drive. It will be Brady, who sails a deep pass, but that one is incomplete. Brady will honestly, like, at 45 years old, this man, he really has the arm of a 25-year-old. Like, he's been in the league for so long. He's done it for so long. He's really just... I want to say he's worn out, like, as a player. Like, everybody knows Tom Brady. Everybody loves Tom Brady. I personally... I'm not the biggest fan of him, not because he's not a great football player, mind you. He is an excellent football player. He is what I don't want to say all quarterbacks should aspire to be. But Tom Brady, he is definitely a big name. Like, when you think of the NFL, you think of the Mannings. You think of John Madden himself. You think of Tom Brady. Like, if you think of a lot of people who've been in the league for so long, or just names throughout history. Those are the three that, those well, four technically, because both Mannings, Peyton and Eli, but those are just, those are the ones that I can think of that really made a staple in the game. Same with even a hometown hero for Baltimore, Ray Lewis, who, not obviously from Baltimore, but a big name, plus even ex-quarterback Joe Flacco, when both Ray Lewis and Joe Flacco won the Super Bowl, back way back when when I which ironically was my first year being a Baltimore fan was the same year they won the Super Bowl it was crazy that that was my introduction of the team those two there that defensive middle linebacker and that quarterback Joe Flacco Ray Lewis and again Joe Flacco he's still in the league he's with New York right now but just when you think of all good players throughout the last 10, 15, 20, 30, f- hell, even 40 years, just dating back to whenever. Those are some of the names you think of. Like I said, Ray Lewis, John Madden, both Peyton and Eli, and Tom Brady. And Brady, he's coming up on the where point of where physically it's starting to become a wear and tear on him. But that, that's just my hot take for the day, or at least my hot take for now. But to keep it going here, Geno Stone, he stops the run right at the line of scrimmage. He definitely was a man to uh, get a lot of good plays last night on defense. He definitely was really doing his thing. Geno Stone, honestly, he's been stepping up the last two weeks. And like I said, without Calais Campbell, the defense really had to step up last night. And they definitely did. And it started with this play here with Geno Stone getting this stop. But on the next play, unfortunately, on third and one, Tom Brady and the Bucks. They do convert, getting the first down, moving the chains. Then, Tom, and here's what I said, why he's still a great quarterback, because he throws for 44 yards. This man threw a 44-yard pass, and it got caught. It's absolutely crazy. But on the next play, Kennard... He ends up making a backfield stop. He ends up getting through the offensive line and he ends up getting a backfield stop, which is absolutely great to see. He, again, like one of our, just like uh, Geno Stone and Marcus Peters and everybody filling that gap and filling that void of Calais Campbell not being there, he's another one who really stepped up last night. And it was great to see him do that. Then. On the next play, there was a holding call on, Mark, on Marcus Peters on us, so that gave them an automatic first down, which you hate to see holding calls, but you could definitely see it on that play. Marcus Peters, he was running down the side trying to get the guy to stop him from getting the receive and getting the ball, and you could see he had a hand on his jersey. He was holding him back a little bit, but that happens from time to time. And unfortunately on that, because of that, it resulted in a Tampa Bay touchdown. Now putting them up above us, plus the field goal, making it 7-3. Baltimore now trailing for the first time all season, since the season started. They had never been trailing in the first half at all. Always up, always the first to put points on the board, always to stay ahead throughout the first half, throughout the first quarter, and this was the first time, even in Tampa Bay all season, that they got a touchdown in the first quarter. This was the first time in eight games that Tampa Bay actually got a touchdown in the first quarter. And you could see it, that they were hyped, they were ready, like they were at home, they were in Tampa Bay, so the Buccaneers they were definitely trying to make a staple and trying to make a stop and make a stand on their own home turf. But definitely it didn't go out the way they were hoping. But again, jumping a little ahead. But let's keep it going regular. With the next play for Baltimore, now that they're back on offense, Josh Oliver is the first to get a pass for four yards. And he definitely has been making a name for himself on offense as well. Here and there, you will hear Josh Oliver pop up. You will hear him get these decent amount of yards and get these points. So he's definitely stepping up as well. On the next play, Gus Edwards, he stopped and stood up right at the line when he tries to run it, unfortunately. But that happens. We've seen it happen numerous times. But again, Gus Edwards, so nice to have him back after missing them all last year. Following that, Lamar Jackson under pressure, scrambles, and he is dropped down and couldn't get the ball because he had to dump it. So, unfortunately, that forces Baltimore's second punt of the night, and we hate to see it. He was... uh, Baltimore themselves, but especially Lamar Jackson. He was not happy having to punt that ball away so much. He was not happy about it. But now, once again, back on offense for Tampa Bay. Farnett, he w- stopped and stood up at the line. He was really killing it last night, too. I have to say, for Tampa Bay, Farnett and Evans, they were definitely the big names last night, making it big for Tampa Bay, getting things done for them. So that is good to see for them. Following that... Brady, he hits a 20-yard pass. That's good for a for 20 yards. That one was good there. Then on the next one, Godwin, he stopped after nine yards, and that was close because he almost got the first down. It almost bit us. But unfortunately, on the next play, the Bucks do convert, do get the first and move the chains. Then they end up getting a next play on gaining eight yards on that. And then following that, they take it to the 10-yard line after another nine-yard gain, so they're hot. they're in the red zone again. But they're they are dropped back 10 and dropped. Like Tom Brady, he was dropped back, and it, they were knocked back 10 yards. He, well, he wasn't dropped, but just they were pushed back 10 yards because of a uh, flag. And I believe it was a holding call on that one. So they were ended up pulled back 10 yards. And instead of being first and 10 or first and goal, they were now first and 20. So they ended up just sailing it up. Uh, at before they sail it up for the field goal, they ended up calling trips, which this is interesting. I don't know if Tampa Bay does that a lot when they're this close in the red and they're on second and goal, third and goal. I don't know if they always call trips. But you don't see too many teams putting themselves out in a trips formation. And when you do, you can always – I personally always assume from what I've always seen in high school football – on my own team, and in some college that, I, that I've seen, when you call trips, usually you have the three on the left side or even the right and then one other on the opposite side. And then most times you throw to that opposite side because they're expecting, okay, we have three receivers and then one. that It's probably going to go to one of these three receivers because they wouldn't put three receivers to try and get that because someone's going to put the burners on and such. But they ended up not being able to make it, which that happens so they end up kicking up the field goal and getting three more points now it is a 10-3 game baltimore still trailing which it, it it sucks to see uh that baltimore is trailing because like i said they are never trailing this amount of not just this amount of points but haven't trailed at all this season so The first play of their next drive is an incomplete over the middle to Isaiah Likely. And let me tell you, Isaiah Likely was definitely the MVP last night. He definitely was getting his hands up there. He was getting yards. He was getting catches. He was doing it all, man. And Isaiah Likely, he was definitely, definitely the man to be last night. So shout out to Isaiah Likely for this here. Then on the next play, Lamar, he is sacked at the 10, and it's a loss of 12 yards, and that did end the first quarter. And like I said, that's that's Baltimore trailing by the end of the first quarter, and we don't ever see Baltimore trail, like, at all. So it sucks to see them trailing and be behind by a full touchdown in this ending the first quarter. But that happens to some teams. That happens when you play the game as well as Baltimore and as well as Tampa Bay. Because honestly, Tampa Bay was really killing it last night. They were shown why they're still a good team. So, following that, once we start into the second quarter, it's third and 12. DuVernay, he gets a flick but didn't get enough yards to get the first. So that one will punt away for the Baltimore for the third time for Baltimore already in the first half. And punting once, fine. Punting twice, okay, maybe a little better. But three times in the first half, Tampa Bay's defense was really putting up uh, some good things last night for themselves. But keeping it rolling now that the Bucks are back on offense... They are stopped at the three. Yard, they are stopped after a three-yard gain, and that definitely was. Mm, I'm gonna be honest with you. That one was a pretty good play, but I'm glad again without Clayus Campbell, our defense was really killing it. Baltimore's defense was really having a good night last night. I will say, like I and because like I said, Geno Stone, Marcus Peters, Patrick Queen away. Uh, Matabike, Matabike too He was definitely having a night himself But these guys were definitely filling up the hole That Calais Campbell left Because he was out So it definitely was Good to see Baltimore's defense Keep it going with this So on the next play, it's third and four Gino Stone, he breaks up the play So that was absolutely nice And there, there his name is again Gino Stone, doing it, killing it And he definitely killed it Let me tell you but now on fourth and four, the Bucks do punt it. So they end up sailing it away. Their first punt of the night. And or first? Did I say first? I believe uh yes, it was their first. I don't I, I don't know why I question that. Ah <laughs> oh, man. But Now that Baltimore is back on offense, you know that Baltimore offense can't go wrong with the Ravens flock, let me tell you, because we started off with Gus Edwards getting a beautiful gain, a beautiful handoff, and a beautiful run of 11 to move the sticks, and unfortunately on the next play, though, Lamar Jackson, he's he's dropped, and we hate to see that, but here he is. Lamar's favorite target, Lamar's favorite man, Mark Andrews, he gets, a, gets the ball and gets a sweet gain of eight yards. He ends up getting a beautiful catch, greatest tight end in NFL history. You can't tell me any different as I will fight you about it till the last, my last breath, until my last day. But on the next play, Demarcus Robinson. Also, another staple on offense last night. Him, Isaiah, likely were really the two big names on offense last night because he catches it for nine yards and gets a first down. Then he, again, even on, and then on the next play, he catches it for six yards. Two plays back-to-back, he gets great yards. Then Prince, he ends up catching it for six. and Gus Edwards gets two yards off of a handoff, and this is absolutely great. Baltimore is marching down the field, stamping their feet, Putting their nose to the grindstone and pushing down that field into Bucks territory, and with it being Bucks territory, it was great. It was definitely good to see, because then on the next play, Gus Edwards once again gets another first down. And like I said, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven plays in a row that they get yards and get down the field and they get conversions. So you can see that Baltimore is really putting their foot down, and really stepping up and really making sure things are going their way, and they definitely went their way last night, because Kenyon Drake, he gets the first, but there was a flag on the play for offensive pass interference on Proche, so that that did, we kept the first, but we did lose the yards, unfortunately, and then Demarcus Robinson, he catches it for four, but then this next play, uh, Tampa Bay, their uh, defense, I almost said offense, their defense had put a lot of pressure on Lamar and he had to just sail that one away. That, and you, we all know, we all know if you put too much pressure on Lamar Jackson in the pocket, he will, unfortunately, either scramble and have to dump it or he might get sacked. And on this one, he did have to dump it away, unfortunately. We hate to see when he has to do that because we know... There are certain times where he can get in trouble and then take it. Because I won't lie to you, there was one play later in the game that he was under pressure and he had green grass but did dump it away. I saw, we all saw on the replay that he had a straight shot, but it happens. But I'm also getting a little ahead of myself. So we have to keep it going because on that same play, which pulled us back a lot, Uh, Lamar Jackson ended up getting an intentional grounding flag for that play, which it sucks. You never see quarterbacks getting intentional grounding. And when you do, it really is just out of here. It's like, come on, seriously? Why intentional grounding of all things? But those calls wouldn't exist if they weren't meant to do something. So So that did put us back at third and 36. On the next play... For that, where it's third and 36, Justice Hill, he takes it for eight, and it's only eight yards, so now on fourth and 26, we have, or fourth, fourth and 26, fourth and, fourth and 28, I'm sorry, my math skills are out of here, Baltimore did punt for the fourth time last night, that's four punts in, in in the half, like that's four punts in the half, that's uh, four punts that you never want to see That's two in each quarter already And it's absolutely uh, Not heartbreaking But I just feel like sometimes you could See your team do more But again, I'm not a head football coach I don't work for the NFL yet I'm working on it, I'm getting myself there Starting with this here But that happens So the Baltimore Ravens will punt it away Again And now it'll put Tampa Bay back on offense And On their first play, they only get a gain of two yards. This next play, it's a deep pass to Evans. But Marlon Humphrey, he gets his hands in there. He gets his hands up. He gets the stop. It breaks it up, as he should, because that's what Marlon Humphrey does. Then on third and eight, Tom Brady, he is incomplete. And in this quarter alone, he was seven for 13 of his intended passes. So that was what it was. And then in the first one, he was three of... 3 at that point, so 3 of uh, 10 at that point. So he ended up at the end of the night or at the end of the half, I should say, was 10 of 13 for his intended passes. But keeping it rolling, they have to punt it away for the second time because as we know, Baltimore's defense can step up and they definitely did and enforce the punt for Tom Brady. So we're going to put it back on offense. We're going to put it back on our side and show why we're the better team. And they definitely did because on the first one, Kenyon Drake, he gets a quick flip for a gain of a yard. Then Isaiah Likely, again, the man, the MVP last night, I have to personally say, he ends up getting the first down. Then it's an incomplete pass to Rashad Bateman. Then, Demarcus Robinson, back-to-back first downs. This man, in two plays, gets 20 yards and gets two first down completions and two first down conversions like it's nobody's business. He was definitely really killing it last night, too, I have to say. Lamar then overthrows a little bit in the back of the end zone. I believe that was the intended target of, once again, uh Demarcus Robinson, but I believe he overthrew him in. And then on the next play, it's another low throw, unfortunately to Robinson, so he couldn't get it. But on third and ten, Isaiah Likely he gets a gain of seven. So and that'll put us to the two-minute warning right before half. That'll put us right there. At now, or actually not, uh, gain of seven. It was actually gain of eight because at first, which is weird, is when. I was watching this. They said it was a gain of seven, but then put it up at fourth and two. So I'm like, wait a second. Did he really gain seven yards? And they misinterpreted and meant to say eight. But I'm not sure. But now, right after the two-minute warning on fourth and two, Lamar wants to go for it uh, because they were going to send out the field goal unit. But Lamar's like, no, stay stay off and we're staying on the field. Lamar wanted to go for it. And as we've seen, it's fourth and two for Baltimore, and last year, John Harbaugh's decision, not such a good idea, and this one was not really either by Lamar, because it ended up being incomplete to Demarcus Robinson, and that will put uh, Tampa Bay right at, uh, not good field position, but that'll put them cl- uh, down in deep in their own um, Deep in their own territory. I I don't know why I couldn't pull the word out. But, again, just me giving you a recap like like you all deserve. Now, back on Tampa Bay side, they get a gain of 8 yards from the 10-yard line starting there. So, the ball will be batted down by Braddock by Washington. He was definitely stepping up on defense. And like I said, along with everybody else, he was another one that was really doing it. He actually broke up multiple plays and got his hands up, I believe, three times last night to bat the ball down, get it stopped, get it dropped for Baltimore's defense. And it was great because he was really killing it. He definitely had his hands up a lot last night. So, after that play, Baltimore will take their first time out of the half. Of the first half, I should say. Not of the half, obviously. But you all know that. Then, on the next play, after that, after we come back, it's a long pass to Evans from Tom Brady, who ends up hitting him for 28 yards. Then, on the next play, Justin Houston, and this is where those records that got broke came in, finally sacked Tom Brady finally sacked him. It was so nice to finally see him get sacked, not just once, but twice. Twice in two plays, Justin Houston sacked him, and that was that record that got broken because Tom Brady now is the leading quarterback with 555 sacks in NFL history. He's now the leader of most quarterback sacks in NFL history. Granted, He's been in the league for 20 years, so I can imagine he'd eventually break that record somehow because the last person to hold that record was Ben Rothensberger from the Steelers back when he was in the league, but now he is uh, not the leader anymore. It is now Tom Brady, and it's definitely nice to see Brady because, again, granted, he's been, like I said, in the league for so long, and so is Rothensberger, But that was definitely a nice trophy to hand him. Probably not nice for him, but it was definitely nice for us. I won't lie to you. It was nice to see Justin Houston really get that going. So that ends up forcing Tampa Bay to punt the ball away. And now it'll be back on Baltimore's side of the ball as where we should be, you know, getting these yards, getting these points. So the first play... DuVernay, on the uh, punt return, he ends up gaining 13 yards, so that'll put us at our own 13-yard line. Then, Kenyon Drake, he gets a gain of three. Lamar has to scramble out and then hits Isaiah Likely. Little surprise, but he definitely hit him well enough for the first down. Then, unfortunately, does overthrow on the next play. That ends up happening. Again, like I said, it happens from time to time when you overthrow, but... It is what it is. Then on the next play, the Bucks get a face mask flag, which ends up giving them fifteen, giving us fifteen yards. So that was definitely nice for us. Tampa Bay ended up getting a face mask on one of our guys, so that did give us a nice one. Then Proche he ends up getting the first down for the next play, and it was definitely good. He Proche was actually having a good day yesterday or last night, I should say. Then on the next play, the uh, ball is thrown out of bounds by Lamar. And then with it being right near the end, right near the end of the game or end of the half, I should say, Baltimore ends up spiking it to stop the clock, getting some time so they can get things taken care of because earlier... Mark Andrews, he was hurt with a shoulder injury, and he was questionable to return last night at this point in the half, which unfortunately we did see him come back out of the locker room in street clothes, so he did not play the rest of the game and did not play in the second half, and his presence was missed. But his prodigy, his man Isaiah Likely, he stepped up. He got things going as he does, so it was nice to see. Isaiah Likely actually get some more love but hopefully Mark gets a speedy recovery and is back next week, because right before we end the game and end the half, it is Justin Tucker who sails up another beautiful field goal from thirty yard, thirty two yards for us, and. Or, not, four, not 32, I'm thinking later in the game. This is actually a 61-yard field, field goal attempt. And we've seen him make these 61-yard field goal attempts. We've seen him do it. He, last year, he made a 66-yard attempt and a success against Detroit last year, early in the season. So, this one here, we thought we, he had it. I, it even looked like it, but it was unfortunately blocked by Tampa Bay's defense. Tampa Bay actually did get their hands up and block his 61-yard field goal attempt at this point. So that is how they ended the half. And going into the locker room, Baltimore is still down 10-3. And you, as we've said, as they even said while watching it on Amazon Prime Video, because they are the leading holder of Thursday Night Football now, which shout-out to Amazon Prime Video for streaming the game, Also, the pregame kickoff and the postgame interviews. So, shout out to Amazon Prime Video. No sponsor, but just they're the ones that held it down for me to be able to watch the game last night. And as they said, as we've all seen, Baltimore is never trailing going into the half. It's always either tied or it's either we're up by at least 10 points. And they were actually behind last night at this point, which it was crazy to see, like we don't, we have not seen Baltimore trailing all season. And I don't know what locker room adjustments they made, but they definitely made some. But just to wrap up and keep things moving with the now ending the first half, my overall thoughts for the first half is that it was a decent first half. There were definitely some mistakes here and there that we could have made different or that we could have not made, I should say. Um, that we definitely need to be not tighter on offense, or honestly, it wasn't tighter on offense. We need to be tighter on defense. And that that was because we were filling the hole of Calais Campbell not being there, trying to make up for that big man, that big body not being there. But we do make up for it in certain spots with uh, Braddock Washington getting his hands up and batting the ball down, Marcus Peters breaking up some plays, um, Justin Houston getting those two sacks on Tom Brady. Those were definitely some good plays and definitely good things that did take care of us last night that needed to be handled and taken care of. So, that, uh, I think we did pretty decent on defense. I won't lie. And same with offense. Some of the things we could have done, Lamar was definitely overthrown a little too much last night, especially in the first half. He was definitely putting a little too much power in it. Um, he was also just maybe... I don't want to say not on target, but there were definitely some points where he definitely had more options, better uh, chance at getting the ball to somebody. But that happens. But it wasn't a bad first half, I won't say. It sucks that we were trailing going into halftime and going into the start of the third quarter, especially with Tampa Bay getting the ball right out of the gate. So that definitely is where things got a little nerve-wracking. But... I don't know what adjustments they made in the locker room. They definitely made some adjustments here and there. And and it was great to see them make those adjustments because once they come back out for the second half, once they get things ramped up and get the ball going, they really step up and really make things their own and make that game Baltimore Ravens football like we know it. Like they even said it, it was High school, college, smack mouth football, it was straight back and forth, back and forth between these two when it comes to yards and plays. And they were definitely really getting it done. They were really holding things down. But that's just my halftime report, my halftime thoughts. Like I said, Mark Andrews did go out right before the half, and he did not return He after he hit the locker room. And we did have a couple injuries last night, which it definitely was... Uh. No, it, Mark Andrews is definitely a big one and some others that we did have, which I will talk about once they come up after their plays, but it, uh, that presence of Mark Andrews was filled by Isaiah Likely, who was definitely, like I said, multiple times the MVP last night. But now that we are back in it and back at it for the second half, we will start it off with the Bucks. As they get a gain of 4, now on 2nd and 6, Tom Brady, he throws an incomplete pass. It's 3rd and 6. He has to dump it away. So that will punt the ball away. And they also get a penalty for a loss of 5. I uh, do not remember exactly which penalty it was. Um, I I can't think off the top of my head of what that specific penalty was for. I know they said it was something. It was something uh, small, something kind of stupid. But... That did lose them five yards. So they did have to punt the ball away. And once again, Devin DuVernay being the speedy Gonzalez that he definitely is on the inside, he ends up returning the ball for 11 yards. So... Lamar on the first play, first play, the first drive of Baltimore's second half, Lamar ends up not finding his man and ends up running it for 25 yards. He ends up getting the ball, putting the burners on, and running it straight for 25. So that'll definitely be nice. And then back-to-back plays, Gus Edwards, in combination, first one gets two, second one gets seven. So in combination in two plays, Gus Edwards gets a gain of nine yards, which was absolutely beautiful. And then he ends up getting the first, and at this point where they made the announcement that Mark Andrews was out with a shoulder injury and would not return, which we definitely missed him last night, and I really hope he'll be back next week. Because he definitely got some love last night after not getting a whole lot last week in Week 7. Um in that game, but it was definitely nice to have him back last night. And hopefully, like I said, that he will be back next week on Monday night. If we even ha- we have another night game. We have another Monday games. We have a Monday game coming up next week. Uh, but th- that I'll tell you at the end. So now, after that, Gus Edwards, he got the first down for that play. Then he ends up getting a yard. And Devin DuVernay, as I said, speeding Gonzalez himself... Gets the first down. Then Kenyon Drake, gain of six. Devin DuVernay, gain of first. And then Kenyon Drake, he gets the first touchdown for Baltimore of the night on the play in the red. So now it is tied up after a beautiful field goal. Now it's 10-10. And this is only in the start of the third quarter. This is where things are going for Baltimore very well. Uh, They got their first touchdown. And these passes were just Quick, 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 on point. It was at some point, it was going no huddle. These things were really stepping up and really moving and really pushing. So it was really good to see them get it moving. And they definitely had things going well for them. So that'll put us tied up and get our first touchdown and points up on the board for the night, which you can't go wrong with a great touchdown. So. After we send the kickoff and they get a touchback, as Justin Tucker does, this will start them with Tom Brady getting a throw for 20 yards and them gaining that. Then they have an 8-yard carry. Then it's on 2nd and 2. Julio Jones, he ends up getting stopped. So now it's 3rd and 2. Tom Brady throws it incomplete, and the Bucks are forced to punt once again. This first being in the, their first in the half. So... It'll put Baltimore right back on their own offense, right back and try and get more yards and get some more points. So, first play here, Devin DuVernay, he picks up beautiful 17 yards. That'll give us the first down. And and like I said, things are really moving. Things are really going for these guys. They're really putting up those numbers and really putting up the yards. And then, Gus Edwards, once again, he gains two. Kenyon Drake takes it for three. And th- these players, th- these men, are really just doing the most when it comes to getting their, getting on their horse and really getting those yards and getting first down completions. But it's third and five. Isaiah Likely, he'll get a 17-yard catch and get the first down. He was really having a great night last night, Isaiah Likely. Let me tell you, number 80. I swear, I don't know what it is, but I don't know if Mark Andrews helped coach him in the offseason or if he just taught him some things because they were really praising Isaiah Likely and really having him get the ball a lot last night, and it was definitely a great sight to see because Isaiah likely definitely deserved the love and praise that he was getting. Lamar ends up trying to go for the keeper, but he's stopped and dropped for a loss of a yard. Then Justice Hill, he gets a nice ball and gets a beautiful first down, gets a great catch. Then on the next play, Gus Edwards, he gets a gain of two. So, and unfortunately, Lamar is stuffed right at the backfield after a yard. So, it's now 39. Demarcus Robinson, he gets a first down plus extra. So, in total, he got 15 yards. So, he got the nine plus the extra six yards to go with it. So, in total, 15 yards. Beautiful. Now down in the red. Justice Hill, he gains three. And then... Right after that, Isaiah Likely in the back of the end zone, the complete back two, gets a beautiful catch and gets the touchdown for Baltimore. And when you watch this replay, it was absolutely amazing. I wish I could show. But he ends up getting up in the air and drags his whole feet to get pushed out. But he had both feet in, both to all 10 toes. So he was able to get that catch and get the touchdown. Baltimore is now up right here. And it's now seventeen10 for Baltimore, and, and we are now we now have the lead right right here. we now have the lead, and this is, came right near the end of the quarter because it, it was beautiful, honestly. Isaiah likely had a great catch, great hands last night, and that was how Baltimore ended their drive in the third quarter because once we kick it off and send it back to the bucks. Godwin, he ends up gaining four yards, and that is how the end of the third quarter went. I will say, definitely a much better quarter for Baltimore. Again, I don't know what locker room conversation they had. I don't know what the changeup was or what the plan was, but they definitely had things going for them last night. And when they made those second-half adjustments and make those third quarter standings, it definitely showed because they definitely stepped up, definitely flipped the script, and it was great to see them get things done and take care of business. So that was beautiful. And again, like I said, Isaiah Likely, definitely the MVP, definitely stepped up last night. He was definitely a great sight to see. And again, unfortunately, Mark Andrews was out, but we know that Isaiah Likely can get things done and get things handled, and he definitely handled them very well. So let's move into the final 15 minutes, the final quarter of the game here in Tampa Bay. Starting off with the Bucs now on second and six. They end up converting. And this, is, this quarter here, this is where things really started to go because the Bucs end up making a lot of first down conversions in this last quarter. They definitely were getting things done. But on that play uh Patrick Queen he was hurt unfortunately and him being one of our big names and big wigs on defense he it was uh not heartbreak well yeah I will say it, it was heartbreaking to see him go down and get hurt because He definitely uh, stepped up a lot and has been doing a lot of good things, especially last week with having two back-to-back in the backfield quarterback, not quarterback sacks, but two in the backfield tackles, and then seeing him get hurt last night uh, wasn't good. But he did walk off the field under his own power. And went into the tent, and he did end up coming back. He wasn't out for the entire night, but he did end up getting evaluated for a little bit. So on the next play, like I said, on defense, at that line of scrimmage, Broderick Washington, he did a lot because this next play for Tampa Bay is knocked down by him, which was absolutely great. Again, he got his hands up, got things done, and it was good to see. But on the next play, this killed me to see this. Evans, from Brady to Evans, gets a 51-yard catch, and you thought that it was going to be broken up. It looked like uh, Marlon Humphrey had his hand in there, and it just coasted right into his hands. So Evans ends up getting a 51-yard catch. Then Tom Brady throws an incomplete pass on the next play. Then Marcus Peters, again, he also stepped up and killed it last night because he ended up knocking this next ball down and knocking things down to force the Bucks to 3rd and 10 or knocks it down and forces them to end up uh, not being able to get these points and get this play. Then on the next one, it's 3rd and 10, Tom Brady as a not I don't want to say an old man because 45 is definitely not old, but he ends up a, as a uh, old head, I should say, in the league being a veteran player, he ends up uh sliding, so he ends up taking it down, and now it's fourth and nine, and they end up sailing up the field goal, and now it's a four point game at 17 13 with Baltimore still leading, still being up. As they do, as they are, and it's great to see them up once again and getting these points and getting these things done. So once we're back on offense, before that, as we get the kick return, Devin Duvernay, he gets a 17-yard return, and it was absolutely great because it, he really, he's definitely our best returner on both kick return, punt return. He is our best receiver, honestly. Uh, our best returner, not receiver. Also receiver, but definitely our best returner. But on this next play, Gus Edwards runs for 25 yards. Gets the handoff from Lamar and runs 25 yards. But he did end up getting hurt on that play. I believe it was his knee. I believe he ended up going down with a knee injury. So he was he did walk off under his own power after a minute. But he ended up uh, having to be evaluated after a while. So... This next play, Isaiah Likely, he gets a beautiful 16-yard gain. And, and it's absolutely crazy. The he was real I don't know how many times I have to say it, how many numbers I have to point out, but he was really getting things done. Then Kenyon Drake, seven-yard run, and he him too. Both Kenyon Drake, Isaiah Likely, they were really having days last night. Is he, On the next play, Drake gets a first. Then next, DuVernay gets a first. Like, it's back-to-back first downs and big yards and big gains from three different players all in a row, and it's absolutely great. Then Lamar, he ends up getting the first down, but there was a holding call, which did pull them back. And then Kenyon Drake, gain of three. Next play, it's second and seven. Lamar, he ends up getting a quarterback keeper, keeps it for himself for a gain of six yards, and it is absolutely great because we know Lamar has not just the arm strength, but he has the leg strength too, and he ran it up, did it up, and he definitely had things going for him. But on the next play, it's third and one. And Devin DuVernay gets the catch, gets the touchdown. Let's go, Baltimore. More points up on the board for them there. It was absolutely great. It's absolutely beautiful to see. And we know Baltimore has these things going for them, has things done. And they definitely got it done and definitely moved it. And that is what put Baltimore now at 24-13. It, it, absolutely beautiful. Absolutely great. Then on the next play after the turn, it's Tom Brady and Tampa Bay back on offense. Evans he gets a gain of seven, or gain of yeah, gain of seven. So now it's second and th- uh, four. Which again, th- I don't know who was running the uh, scoreboard and all that, or with the announcers. I don't know if they were not be able to. Uh, read it right, but they say one thing and then show another, and it was really throwing me off at first, and I was really confused. But uh, I, I can't argue; I can't argue with what the what the officials say. So now it's on second and four, and the Bucks do convert on their uh, drive. I, apologies, Ravens flock. My mind started to go a little blank, but then on. The next play, Tom Brady does throw an incomplete pass, and he's re- he was really throwing a lot of incomplete passes. I don't know what, I don't know if it's the wear and tear on his body, but he was starting to throw a couple incomplete passes lately. Then on the next play, second and ten, Evans he stopped just short after an eight yard gain on that play, and then on third and two, the Bucks do convert, get the first down, but there was two flags, both a pass interference. And a face mask. And we all know how face mask calls go. That's like 15-yard penalty right then and there. And you hate to see a face mask call because you never, ever want to see that. And I believe that was on Marcus Peters on that one. And when we did see the replay and see the call, you could see that the hands were all up in there. It almost looked like he was trying to poke, his eye, poke him in the eyes because that was deep in there. But... On that, first and goal, Godwin, he is stopped and held up, which was nice. That just means Baltimore's defense did what they did and got the stop. Then on the next play, Chuck Clark, he ends up batting the ball down on that, and it was great. Chuck Clark, also one of our big names and one of our big wigs on defense, so he definitely was able to get his hands up there and make a great stop on that play. But Kyle Hamilton, he ended up getting hurt. And that was now the fourth or third or fourth Raven that had been hurt all game. And we hate to see our guys get hurt. We hate to see them be injured like this. But that happens. Now it's third and goal. Tampa Bay, they get the touchdown. But there was a holding call on that. There was a holding call on that. And it did get end up pulling back. So, Tampa Bay, unfortunately, did lose that touchdown and were pulled back. So, now it's third and goal. They're replaying third and goal, replaying third down. Uh, Jones from Tampa Bay ends up only catching it at the three. There's a fourth and goal now. And Tom Brady, he was mad on this play. He... It was a false start flag for Tampa Bay, and you could just see it. As soon as it happened and the ball got hiked, he just threw it down and spiked it in anger because he was not happy with that and not happy with his team being uh, going off sides, and being, especially on fourth and goal, especially being deep in the red zone at the three-yard line and being that close. But that happens, so they end up getting the field goal, and now it's 24-16. to 16. So after that, we're now back on the return for uh, Baltimore, and Devin DuVernay gets a 29-yard return. And again, like I said, he was, he's definitely our return man. He's definitely a great man when it comes to this, and he was definitely killing it. So, on the next play, Kenyon Drake, he gains 40 yards. This man put the burners on. He ran this ball like it was going out of style, like it was a Black Friday sale. Like, he went off with this one here. It was great. Then on the next play, Justice Hill, he gains five when it was second and six. Then on the third and one, the Ravens are stuffed and stopped up and held up and... That one, it was just stopped right at the line of scrimmage, and that will make Tampa Bay use one of their timeouts, their first of the second half. So now both teams have two timeouts in the late in the fourth. So now it's fourth and one. Justin Tucker sails it up. Here's that one I was talking about way earlier he sails it up for a 30 yard attempt. And he with two minutes, 16 seconds left in the game, and he gets it. So now it is 27 16 for Baltimore, still being up by a lot, up by 11, which was absolutely nice to see. And Tampa, and now that they're back on offense, Tampa Bay they get there get the first down at their own 39 yard line and that will put us at the 2 minute warning 2 minutes left in the game we don't know how things are going to go things could get crazy things could get bad because we we've seen it happen we've seen crazier happen then on the next play jones he gets a long he gets a long pass and then matabike unfortunately he gets a roughing the passer call and the, and the pass went under, and it gave, uh, Tampa Bay a lot of yards and a lot of space. But the pass went under review because when you watch it, they deemed it incomplete. Because when he caught the ball, he did de- he caught it and it hit the ground before he could reel it in and get it under his own power. So they deemed that one incomplete. The flag stood, mind you, the roughing the passer. Which yeah, whatever that happens. But this definitely saved us because this took them from the. 30, uh, I, uh, what did I, from their own, uh, 39 yard line and put them up to Baltimore's, uh, 40, Baltimore's own 44 yard line after giving them that amount of yards, giving them 15 yards on that roughing the passer. But then Tom Brady, he gets, uh, dropped after trying to scramble by Matt Abique. So now on second and four, uh, and that was on second and four. So now it's third and eight. Tampa Bay uses their uh last timeout of the game. And now the Bucs, and after that, Bucks do convert. So now with the Bucks getting two first downs back to back, they and that was their second timeout. Now, and now right at the very end is when they use their last timeout. And this is where they end up trying to make that last game adjustment because it's now uh, then up gaining five, and then on second and five, Evans he does get the first down, and this is coming down the wire in the last minute of the game it 's now second and goal Ham- uh, and ha- Kyle Hamilton, who did end up coming back as I said, he ends up deflecting it, stopping the ball from going anywhere. third and goal brought up Washington. He gets his third knockdown of the night, and he was really having a night last night. He was really doing his thing, really killing it, really getting things done. So that was his third knockdown of the night. It's now fourth and goal. There was a flag on the play. Ravens ended up going off sides, and the Bucks getting the touchdown, now being a 27-22 game, and they go for the two yards. They go for the trying two yards to try and put them at 27-24 so they can kick an onside, hopefully recover and win, but this did not go their way like they were hoping because on the on that two-point conversion, the first one they attempted, there was a holding call on Patrick Queen, so they ended up replaying it, And then Chuck Clark ends up getting the ball stopped and getting them down and getting things handled for them. So this will end up having the Ravens to take a timeout and just to make sure they can uh, get the right call before they go to offense because it was 27-22, want to make sure they make the right decision. Then... The Bucks they attempt their onside kick. It was a soft kick, and the Ravens' front line of kick return ends up getting their hands on it, and they end up kneeling it to win Baltimore going on a two-game winning streak of 27-22 over Tampa Bay, and we ended up giving Tom Brady a three-game losing streak now. So now Tom Brady will walk away with three games loss in a row, and again, you hate to see a great quarterback like that Get three losses in a row, but it's just the wear and tear on his body from so many years of playing. But all I have to say is, it was a good game. Honestly, it was well handled. It was well fought, back and forth. I feel like Baltimore really did good things. I feel like they really definitely made that second half and lo- second uh, quarter, or sec- yeah, second half, third quarter, fourth quarter locker room adjustments that they needed to and put up numbers. And I definitely have to say, Isaiah likely was the MVP last night. He was really getting catches, really getting things done and getting his hands up there. I will definitely say he was the MVP of the night and MVP of the game. Hopefully we see... Mark Andrews back next week on Monday night because we all know that we love to see him. And same with Calais Campbell. We hope to see him back again as well. Hopefully he makes a speedy recovery from his illness and Mark from his shoulder injury. But with all that being said, I will tell you that the next game next week, week nine will be against the New Orleans Saints at New Orleans Saints uh, at their Superdome in New Orleans. On Monday night at 8.15, don't miss it. I've been your host, Anthony Probst, here on Baltimore Talk. Thank you for listening, and goodbye, Ravens flock.